Here we go, guys. <laughs> Asking Sol citizens to report for duty. Okay, welcome everybody to Soul Citizens. I've not seen it before. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, let me let me call out two people here: Roast the Stand and Cataclysm. Now y'all know that was supposed to be a parody. We all know that's the Knights of Knee, except for Fast Card, of course. Okay, Fast Card, you honestly have never seen that before. Not not the refund one, no. Oh no no. No. Okay, y'all. I gotta explain the joke. Evidently, evidently, no, I gotta no, explain no. I the joke. It. Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. So you've seen that before? I get it. I've seen the original one. Yeah. Oh, okay. One. I thought you were just saying that you hadn't no, seen no, that no. bit before. I was about to say, I, you of all people, Mister mm -hmm. Movies, have never seen that. <laughs> anyway, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Soul Citizens. I hope you guys enjoyed our little fun opening. And we're back today with uh, two of my, uh, man, these are my old school counterparts from years of Star Citizen. Uh, first of all, let me introduce uh, my co-host, Fast Cart. What's happening, brother? Hello, I'm Fast Cart FC. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's doing well. And last but not least, I got to do this officially, Geo. okay? Because you and I had talked about this. Geo. Sub for Geo, Geo get money, all these names, y'all know him as Geo. <laughs> Geo has officially, well, actually, he's been a part of the Soul Citizens for quite a while. We had a communication breakdown, but for the longest time, long time ago, I talked to Geo about being a part of the team. In fact, it was back when I talked to Fest FC, I think after I talked to Fast Cart, because his name came up, but Geo's schedule was kind of crazy. He was working on Sundays, and that's when we just hit the single show, and he's like, Griff, I would, yeah, I'd love to be a part of it, but man, my schedule's kind of crazy. And then just mm -hmm. a few months back, he reached out to me and said, Griff, my schedule's opened up. I got Sundays are cool. Just let me know. And I'm like, dude, you still want to be with us? He said, I thought I was with y'all. I'm like, oh, my fault, dude. <laughs> so um, so I'm, we're going to officially announce to everybody, all of our viewers, that Geo is a part of our team. And we love Geo. He's been around a long time. And he's been he was streaming before. Well, I don't know, Geo, you were streaming back when Fast Cart was like sitting in on relay and stuff. Right. So you long yeah. time. You were streaming it, back in 15, 16, right? Yeah, it was early. Uh, well, I should say YouTubing, yeah. not streaming, because y'all yeah, right, streaming YouTube, online. That's right. That's right. You were doing the YouTube videos. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I'm terrible with live stream schedules, so that's why I haven't <laughs> had one yet. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I was making Star Citizen content before I even had a um, a computer. That's right. I remember. I remember. Uh, I was that. a console yeah, peasant you, at the time. You I was just so excited. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just excited to, you know, just talk about the game and see what was going on. And I followed it for months before I even and bought a ship hell i had actually i had ships before i had a computer because i right. just want to help the project because i've never seen nothing like this so mm -hmm. um I, I need to go back to my old school self because i'm sitting here waiting to put on my computer and and play star citizen again i should just make content again like i used to without even playing it <laughs> so i need to get back on that yeah well i i definitely <laughs> remember i you know i actually forgot but not when you just said it I remember you didn't have a computer at that time and i remember you uh -huh. talked about that and you were talking about coming over from console and in fact, I remember you used to do a lot of commentary about Star Citizen and Elite during the development period. You used to talk about both those games. 
So, sure did. Man, and Elite he... was a big disappointment when I bought that. I wish I could have refunded that. I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> digging that game at all. <laughs> but well, that's pretty much all the space games I've been playing. That uh, uh, No Man's Sky mm -hmm. and that, No Man's Sky at the time. For a lot of people who don't know, that was my Star Citizen when I was a yeah. peasant. I'm like, this game is gonna be, uh, you know, the shit. I didn't know about Star Citizen, and then everyone in the comments was like, this ain't gonna have shit on Star Citizen. Mm. Then I was like, oh, I'm about to go shit on these Star Citizen dudes, and I got hooked <laughs> after that. After I did the research, I'm like, no, they right. <laughs> I got a question for Gio. Gio, real quick, did you play the Call of Duty and Face game? Oh, Call of Duty? I haven't played that uh, probably since Modern Warfare 3 was probably the real last one yeah. I played. Okay, so you, so you didn't play the Space one? The one that no. came, it was like 2017 or something when that one came out. I remember them saying that was going to be a Star Citizen killer. Yeah, I, I remember that part. Yeah, yep, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, like, boy, you was wrong. Yeah, they were way wrong on that. They got disappointed real quick. Ooh. Well, listen, we are here to talk with you guys about some old school stuff. Um, as I share it with my compadres here, uh, the, today's show is called The Naysayers. And I want to be real clear about what this show is about. And we, it, it, we're going back in the clock a little bit here because for those of you who've just gotten into Star Citizen with maybe the last year, last two years, three years, maybe even four years, um, there's a lot of stuff about the history of Star Citizen's development that you may not know about. And some of it is in, re in relation to the industry, gamers in the community how they responded to star citizen and for those of you who were around back in the day you'll remember that being on the star citizen boat was not cool it was um man there was just a lot of there were you know there was some excited people but there were also people that were very negative about the project and so what we're doing today on the show called the naysayers is we're going to be covering 14 points that we want to show you as to why some people may have not felt supportive of the game or had difficulty with the game or didn't believe in the game, however you want to look at it. And some of these reasons will make sense. You'll say, okay, I get it. I understand some of these reasons you mean like, I don't understand why they went there, but we're going to try and be very fair and even handed about this. This is not going to be a white night show, but it is going to be about our observations, at least my observations. And these guys, I, I, I know these guys, they're gonna understand, they know all the stuff that I posted. So they're gonna be up on it. We're gonna give you guys examples of what we're talking about. So we first wanna give you that little bit of history of nay, why we're on this whole nay saying, you know, saying no. People who were like, just like, nah, it's not gonna happen. Or it, it, it's, it's too, oh, what's the, what they used to say it was too, um, what's the term they would use? Too, Chris was too ambitious. You know, uh, why gamers were, you know, gamers of all people were just like, no, this is not going to happen. It can't happen. So we're going to talk about that. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our very first of 14. We got 14 of these y'all. And of course you all may think of some things. If you do feel free to drop them in chat. Cause it may be some stuff that I didn't think of. Okay. But we're going to hit these real quick. Some of you guys may remember that card on the screen. That was a, it wasn't, that was the founder's card. Now. I wasn't around for founders cards. I think Unique is the one person in our group who does have a founders card. Uh, Gio, you didn't get one. Fast card, you didn't get one, right? You guys weren't getting the founders cards. Okay, but founders cards were cards that these were the people from the very beginning who signed up and supported the game. In fact, I was on eBay last night. Somebody selling the founders card for twenty five hundred dollars. If you not that they're gonna get it, not, that's yeah, a steal. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. it's a steal. All right, yeah, that's all it's made of is steel, but it ain't no steal. But you know. <laughs> The, the, the founders cards, very few people that had, well, there's a quite a few people that have, but there are a lot of people that were around back in the early days that were founding people. And uh, this one here, this is an example of what they looked like. There were other cards that CIG put out later. They put out a VIP, a concierge card, a black card, but the founders card 
those are very, very rare cards. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into our topics. I'm going to hit them one by one. Did they hand out some more metal cards like that later yeah, on? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Uh, there was the, the concierge VIG. The, the, the con Let me see. Hang on. Concierge uh, VIP black card. I think they had a Gamescom one too. I think a long time ago. This is one. I know you can't see it, but this is one. Okay. I know, I've never, it. I've never even taken this thing out of the plastic. Mind all you, this time. you know. Um, I wish I had mine to whip out and flex but, uh, somewhere. Man, listen. Yeah, mine, mine is on my, my wallet. You can whip it out and flex all you here. want to. You can't even get a Coke with that bad fella right now. But you know what? <laughs> hey, man, but you know put, what? Hey, put, no. You know what that card? Server 2500. Wait. You know what that card was good for? Seriously? Events. It was for events. When you went to CitizenCon, they had a concierge lounge. If you were concierge, where you got to go where there was a private bar and, and you had a view of the city and everything from up there and people who were considered concierge, they could specifically go to that place and hang out and talk. And, and from my understanding, CIG kind of wanted to create that at different levels at one point, um, which is why in game we have the, uh, you know, the Million Mile High Club, and then we've got like the Chairman's Club. Those clubs are actually in game and they were kind of mimicking that at CitizenCon. So I do remember doing that. So, um, so Griffin, now I just now just said I got that white card for twenty five hundred. Now I can finally get that F eight out. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need, well, right? There you go. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put fast cards card up for auction, y'all. We'll do that. Um, okay, let's go ahead and hit the topic number one here, and uh, we're gonna be we're gonna try to be very fair about these, y'all, because I, I really want to have a good conversation about these, and of course, chat. You know, we want to see what you guys have to say about these as well. <clears throat> but let's start out with number one. One of the reasons why people were naysayers back in the day was that they were uneducated about development. Um, now, I'm not trying to say this in a negative way, but I am saying it is a legit way that there were a lot of backseat developers, a lot of people who thought they understood, so yeah, right, who knew what it meant to, how fast the game should come out or what it takes to make a game. Gio, I'm gonna go back to you. You remember like the whole thing with CryEngine, right? And how there was mm -hmm. a lot of naysaying back then because they, instead of them starting with a brand new engine, or maybe at that time it was Unreal 4, right? A lot of people yep. were kind of critical about why would they go pick CryEngine of all things? Do you remember a little bit of instead that of back Unreal. in the day? Definitely, I definitely heard back and forth. We hear that to this day. Well, if they would have just picked Unreal, mm -hmm. and I guess we're, we're gonna kind of see that competition with Star Atlas and Star Citizen, who's mm -hmm. gonna be looking good, because those are the two space games. But from what I've, learn from talking to developers an engine is an engine uh, it, it's up to the developers to make it you know do what they want to bend mm -hmm. it to the way they want so people are just automatically assuming all oh, the unreal engine is better um and then you know amazon got a hold of the cry engine and made it to uh was it lumberyard or, mm -hmm. or whatever they call it yard um so yeah. not only is they own it you know star citizen studio uh cig is actually building onto that engine mm -hmm. for um, Amazon. So that, that's, that's the big deal. People don't yeah. pay attention to. So, yeah. um, I think people put too much into that and didn't ask questions. But like I said, I have been, like you said, to bar citizens to citizen kind of asked developers myself, mm -hmm. um, even some devs just on the side, watching the game, um, in the community, people like, man, you know, it really doesn't matter as, as long as they know what they're doing and mm -hmm. have the right engineers in house. Yeah. Um, it, it's not really a big deal. And I always did like cry engine to me. Uh, that, that was one of my favorite engines to this day. Yeah. Um, and like I said, unreal is nice too, but can't every engine be unreal. Someone has to help innovate other engines. We don't want a monopoly on, you know, one engine. Yeah. <laughs> I, re I remember FC. CryEngine, you know, the game Crisis was one of the main things that CryEngine was known for. And I remember when CIG moved it from what they thought was a 32-bit to 64-bit 
and how it changed dramatically the game. But like Gio was saying, there was a whole lot of reworking of the engine. The engine that we have now is not, that was just kind of a foundation of where they started, but they expanded it. It's more from what did it go from star engine to lumberyard and, or is it lumberyard to star engine? I forget what, what the order is now. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think CID officially, well, as far as I know, CID hasn't officially called it lumberyard. I think the players call it, uh, I'm sorry, call it star engine. Yeah, star uh, engine. Amazon call yeah. it lumberyard. lumberyard. But uh, I think the players call it star engine more than CID do, but yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> It probably is starting to they just happen to officially name it. Maybe when they um decide to license license it out, it out it'll be it'll be starting soon, but for now it's lumbering on. Yeah. I do want to say um thank you, Envoy Seventy and Will SC for the subscription. Oh thank yeah, you thank you for those subs. Wow, we, I didn't even see those pop up. Jeez, oh Pete, thank you. Hey, and, thanks for the said he, he he thought CIG named it Lumberyard after. No, Amazon is the one who yeah. named it Lumberyard. <laughs> yeah, that was Amazon's thing yeah you didn't know, that happen in 2016 when they had to re-switch everything and it was like that dead year we had was it was a little bit that lawsuit from client to client and yeah it was yeah. a little bit after that going into 2016-17 when they were making the transition because they literally had to transition everything over to that it was it was a lull you're absolutely right uh geo i want to throw something at you there was also a lot of I mean, you, you're a console player. You've done console, you've done PC. And I think that a lot of assumptions were also based around people assuming that because of the rate, I'm thinking back, back at that time when a lot of DLCs and a lot of games were coming out, like I'm just using Call of Duty as an example, but it's almost like every two years, right? A new Call of Duty was coming out. And I think players sometimes thought that, you know, because those games came out like every two years, they didn't know that the development of those games was maybe a six year process, right? It just mm-hmm. happened to be the cadence was set up in such a way that every two to three years they could put out a new game. And I heard a lot of people who used to think that, oh, well, look how fast this came out. This came out this fast. You know, we heard it back at E3 and this came out. Even um, you were mentioning No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky premiered at E3 in 2013. It got released in 2016, but they started working on it back in 2010, 2011. So that was like a six year, right? For No Man's Sky, it came out incomplete. And it has only been like the last year where it's finally kind of reaching the level of what they originally pitched. And that's 10 years later. And then Sony have to, they also got flooded. I thought their studio got flooded and then Microsoft tried to buy them out. Mm-hmm. And I think they got an exclusive deal with Sony. Sony the picked them up. Right. That's, and that's what, and that's what put the pressure on them. I think Sony gave them 50 million and helped to, to get it out, but they put out a publishing date, which at that point, they, these guys, they were stuck. You know, Sony basically is the publisher, which is what star citizens tried to avoid, right? That pressure from a publisher. They had a bad launch and it's taken a long time for them to regain you know their credibility they've they've worked diligently and rebuilt the game up into the game that was pitched back in the day you can't play it it's not an mmo you know what i'm saying you can't play you know thousands of people playing it but they yeah. have improved the game over time so i think that people kind of the way they thought star citizen was going to roll out was maybe not having a complete understanding you know what i mean of how games are developed over time you know yeah, that that's definitely true. And you know, you know, they, they I, I give them the credit. They they've been coming back and giving out so much uh, free DLC. But like I said, you burned a lot of people. Yeah. From the jump in the first place, a lot of stuff was already supposed to be there. Yeah. And you know, for me with that game, like base mechanics are everything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the gun combat for uh, FPS combat is like real. The guns are like real flo- floaty and like toyish and the flight model in the game mm-hmm. is not all that mm-hmm. when you go in and out the, the ship, in comparison you the inside of ship right. you know mm-hmm. um so 
That's that's one of the most important tech, things right? to me is early on getting getting the basics down right. <laughs> right. And there's a lot less tech in that game. I mean, it's not about the depth that Chris is doing, right? It's a great game for mm-hmm. what it does. It's got its own stylized animation, right? But it is definitely not the depth that we're looking at in a game like Star Citizen. I'm going to hit on my buddy Gladestone. Wait a minute. I got hit on my buddy Gladestone because he go call me out in chat. You call me out, Gladestone. You know, I'm going I'm going to hit you with both barrels. You say, oh, Griff, it's been 12 years. Stop lying. It ain't been 12 years. It has been 10. It has been. T- it is in 2012. October was the announcement when there were about five people. Okay. Now, over the next three years, there was development on tools. But, and mind you, are you talking about Squadron 42 Gladestone or are you talking about Star Citizen? Which one? Because if you want to talk let, about- Let me jump in real quick. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned the three years that Sandy Roberts was on Infinite and you said it took three years just to build up the company because before then, they were trying to use all the different um, uh, companies to, to, to help build a game. Like we, we all know about Elephonics and how, how that worked out. But there were like Moon Collider uh, and several other companies that, that they were involved. So it took them three years just to get the company up and running. Exactly. Can I tell you a quick story with uh, Elphonic? Yeah. One time, um, I've heard, uh, uh, well, this developer ain't even at CIG no more, so I don't care. He says, uh, Ilphonic on the Constellation of Old Model back in the day, mm-hmm. they had a million polys yep. on the door. Um, that's how much they didn't know what they were doing. Yep. Yep. Um, and like that, that's if you know like anything about computers and stuff like that, that is, you do not need no damn million polys on that damn door, and it makes the game run horrible mm-hmm. um and another thing here's my little conspiracy theory everyone said oh 12 years 12 years 10 years um 2012 in october was the kickstarter right mm-hmm. um and they start off with what maybe 50 people everyone just thinks they automatically start all oh, well, even five, six hundred d- developers. not even right, that yeah mm-hmm. like you had the co-founders and that it that was it and chris was really making everything mm-hmm. in the engine to show off like the tech and all that then they start off in Austin. Then they got to LA. Like they slowly but surely built up. And here's my conspiracy theory right here. When they did Uh-oh. that rework on that, you know, on the engine, getting everything in the mm-hmm. star engine or the, uh, you know, uh, the lumberyard mm-hmm. engine, I think they had to start over. In my opinion, there was a lot of shit that they had to go back, redo and get it for 3.0. And that's why we're kind of so far behind. And I agree. Because it looks like a completely different game, but they can't come out and say that. Maybe when the game comes out, but nope. I think you know what in they the future, they're going to say 2016, 2017, we basically had to start over, but we had a whole new group of people at 300 at the time. Right. So they probably had enough to you know start over. But all that they had in the past, gone well here's the deal you're not completely wrong and they have alluded to it because when the thing came up with ilphonic and them losing all those third-party contractors and they reeled everything under under the in-house stuff that they started doing because remember remember when they did the whole pvp thing the first person shooter stuff remember it was the metrics and stuff were all wrong they had to re-scrap all of that stuff so like like any business you do some stuff some stuff don't work you got to start over that's a that's a natural thing i think the problem is and i don't i'm glad stones my buddy so i can give him a hard time my point (laughs) is is that it's very easy to say that when you don't make that comparison to companies like activision or ea or any other company that has an engine in place studios with two to four hundred staff already in place and games that took six years to build if they took six years to build with all that stuff in place Yet we want to say, oh, well, Star they Citizen. Had the and tools yeah, and they had the assets already. and tools. I mind you, all those games don't do nothing but return out the same old stuff every time. You're talking oh. about trying to innovate and create something different that we've never had before, and you can't tell me 
any of those companies are producing the type of game that we're talking about. So it's unfair to say, oh, well, it's been 10 years. Okay, so what? It's been 10 years. Now, I was gonna make my point before Fast Car cut me off. If you talk about Squadron 42 and disappointment on the release of that, I'll grant you that. I will grant you that because people have always wanted that single player game. But if you know anything about MMOs and game development, Star Citizen, the big verse thing, they, they never said that was coming out in no three to five years, ever. Mm. They did not say that. They said that it was going to be a part of it. You come out of uh, Squadron 42 and go into the persistent universe. So I just want to bring some clarity about that because we talked about the Kickstarter stuff two weeks ago. All right, we want to get off this one and get to the next one. Right. Man, and we got ahead though because we weren't even supposed to be landing on planets right now. Oh, one of the dudes was working um, to get the planets, and a lot of people like, oh well, that they blame that for the development uh, time. But you know, a lot of these games look at Starfield; they're not trying to do that. They just, they just said straight up and did a PR bullshit. Oh, uh, we're not going to do uh, land on planets because you know it's not that big a deal. We're just going to do a little on rail system. <laughs> Lazy, and that well, like Griff said, that is a veteran team who's not even trying to even innovate they're just oh well you know no man sky can do it but we're not going to do it you're being lazy and you're not you don't want to put the money just just say that mm -hmm. but people you know damage control for for you know bethesda for whatever reason i guess because their catalog of games like their games don't come out with fucking bugs and they use the same tired ass engine um but you know they always get a pass but okay all right <laughs> let's go to indie burns this is for, these are some of the reasons why people are naysayers donors who lost money on games that were never complete never completed let me give you guys some examples Ooh. this is gonna get geo worked up here when i mention this chronicles of uh -huh. Illyria, uh world of darkness everquest next fable legends uh these were games that showed great potential we saw demonstrations of them or samples of them people put in money to support these games and some of the folks have gotten burned over the years now what is it geo tell us what, the, what it is it what is it okay so uh, uh this is my kickstarter page i have Chronicles of Illyria on here mm -hmm. and this game called Identity. Okay. Both, both were scams. I never seen nothing about on Kotaku, PC Gamer. Uh, no one runs and talks about them, but somehow the game that's always producing weekly content and showing you live streams and uh, uh, everything that they do, they always jump on Star Citizen. Mm. But these scams, I've never heard them call them out. Yeah. Took my money and they say a damn thing. But they yeah. want to come at the star says i you know, always find that amazing to me yeah i know chronicles ended up pulling like almost nine million it was eight plus million dollars over a seven year period and the, the people they got one little miniature demonstration thing of the entire game and that was it. it 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 never produced you know and they're still in litigation they're trying to produce something so they don't get oh. sued that's basically what it comes down to they're trying to produce something but they, they can't deliver it but this is the thing, like, what's even, even more shady, a couple months before that, they did, like, a sale, like, hey, get this land plot, right. uh, get this wagon. They did a sale a couple months before, knowing that shit was sinking, mm -hmm. trying to raise some more funds, didn't show shit mm -hmm. for, I don't know how many years. So yeah. they, they were in development at that time, five, six years, mm -hmm. never showed anything and asking people for more money. Yeah. And then they still screwed people after that. I was like, I'm not buying shit else. I see what's going on. I want yeah. to do more development. Because like I said, I was invested. I, that game looked interesting to me. I'm like, so I would, in my head, it don't, something don't sound right. I can see it. Uh, I was watching them for months. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people should do with Star Citizen. If you're on the fence, watch it for months. That's mm -hmm. what I did. Mm -hmm. Just sit on the side. You know, I, people always try to get peer pressure. 
<laughs> you ain't got to buy a damn thing. Right, Look at them starterships. Mm. That's it. That's, that's what I did. I didn't even have a computer. I just had fun watching the development and the shows on the game. So with a lot of these games, the way you could avoid that, watch how they act. Even though I got scanned out of my money in the Kickstarter, I don't even kickstart anything no yeah. more. FC, them days over for me. Yeah, FC, did you ever have any indie game that you put money into and it didn't like pan out? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Squad Forty Two and Star Citizen are the only um, games I kickstarted on Kickstarter. Okay. And I, 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 I'm not a kickstarter person. I, I've only kickstarted like three or four things. Okay. In, in, my, in my life. So, okay. Yeah. But there were a lot of people who have been burned, and I'm and I'm saying this may mm -hmm. be a reason why some people are apprehensive, especially when you hear about a game that's quote unquote this ambitious, whether it can be delivered. Okay. Um, the other reason that we have is triple A burns. Now this is a whole different thing because we got the indie burns, AAA gamers who bought into the hype of a game that never really delivered. Uh, some examples of that would be Anthem. A lot of people were in love with Anthem. The people who actually played it liked it, and there was some promises. Some people. Well, there was some promises of Anthem, you know, going further. But we later on found out the story about what took place with Activision and the pressure and EA and the people that were there and how it just kind of fell apart and it had a lot of potential, but people got burned with it. Fallout 76, terrible launch. They finally have slowly brought it back over time, but a lot of people felt like they got burned when it came out. Mass Effect 4, another game. Uh, people didn't feel that it matched the quality of the previous Mass Effect games. They felt it was too rushed when it came out. Cyberpunk 2077, bad that launch. Bad launch, uh, promises to console people that didn't get the game or the game looked drastically different than the PC game. Some people's PCs, it worked fine. Other people's, it crashed all the time. And then most recently, our, one of our pa patron uh, games that uh, Gio was talking about earlier, Elite Dangerous, the Odyssey module that came out. Uh, Elite had been holding on for quite a while, but Odyssey, you know, something that people, and I didn't know this because even I played Elite, I wasn't that deep into their community, but many of our people and our friends are deep into it. And they said one of the biggest things that they wanted was to be able to do their Armstrong moment, to be able to walk on a planet and to be able to do things. And then when the module came out, they were disappointed by it. When, when they told their developers, we want to be able to walk on our ships, their people's, the response back to the, the gamers was, well, after you do that five or six times, you'll get bored. So we're not going to do it. You know, I mean, these are people who got burned because these games didn't deliver that that people wanted. Fast Card, is there anything I know you played Mass Effect Four? Was there anything in that which you want to talk about? Is how the reception yeah, it, was? It, 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 it's not really Mass Effect Four. It's called Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. Do, do, do say it for, mm -hmm. but I think Mass Effect Four is, is still in on the table. True. But I did play, I did buy and, and and play Mass Effect Four. Obviously, yeah, you got me doing it. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda. But um, the thing was, I, the, the start was, the start of the game was kind of rough. Mm -hmm. But I think the, the middle towards the end was actually a good game. I I, I played through it like three three times. Okay. So I, I I enjoyed it. There were some things you had to uh, you know look up, not do it, look around in 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 order to 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 get through it. But yeah, I I enjoyed it myself. But yeah, I can see how people had a lot of people had, had issues, especially with the um the character animations and facial facial stuff. Yeah. Three, the aliens look better than the humans. Than the humans did. Yeah. These three of these uh geo the uh, Fallout seventy six, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Cyberpunk had one thing in common. They had terrible launches. They, they, people were not satisfied with the product that they got. And you know, we've talked about this. You know, there was a time when games came out, when they came out, they were on point. 
You know, there, you know what I mean? There was this no issue. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm, you, I'm not you went to gold and then that, that was it. Right. And I'm not talking about server issues. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about bugs. You know what I mean? Unplayable <laughs> situations. Um, and, and I think, what do you think, Joe? You think some people after they get burned by this over and over, it's like, you know, psychologically, it's kind of like, yeah, I put too much hope in that game and, it, you know, it dropped the bottom out on me. Well, you know, that, that, that problem kind of, I remember when this stuff started happening around the Xbox One era and the mm. PS4 era, because yeah. 360 era, the games, I mean, you had some games that, you know, were messed up, mm -hmm. wasn't as bad then, but mm -hmm. the more popular online gaming got and the more they saw that they could, oh, you know, I could just send an update to fix it and they can play it. Uh, I could send a half-assed broken game or we ain't got to fix it or we'll fix it later. The devs get more and more comfortable and people are getting more and more burned. Um, I, I, I was getting burned out early on, which kind of found my way to Star Citizen because I'm like, man, why are these games the same thing, mm. same brokenness? Um, and I remember at the time, vividly, I was looking at DayZ and Star Citizen. I'm like, now that's something different mm. I haven't seen on console, even though I know... Days on a little jank and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but it still looked, you know, funny, unique to me. But right. people are getting tired. I, I know I, all them games you named, mm -hmm. I have not bought any except for Andromeda. I think I saw it on sale for $2. I'm like, well, it's a bag of chips. If it sucks, it costs a bag of chips because <laughs> I love the Mass Effect series. Right. But I've been <clears throat> done with all these AAA guys, especially mm -hmm. EA. Mm -hmm. EA will run, buy a studio and ram it into the ground. Just Google Graveyard Studios that EA killed, and you have your answer mm -hmm. right there. EA is the problem. It ain't those devs, mm -hmm. but EA has the money to keep them running. So, hey, you send out that game like we said and, and do that. We don't care about your reputation or your, or your mm -hmm. game. And unfortunately, Cyberpunk, they had they were an indie dev uh, or publisher or whatever, mm -hmm. and they had all that you know built up the mm -hmm. uh, their reputation right in one game you know they want to hurry up and rush and kept delaying it again and again and just say well hell we ain't gonna delay it no more because we don't want to make them mad right and you you screwed up cyberpunk a lot of people were pissed off because yeah. they thought better of you and now your reputation is basically fucked up again now you got to go back to square one and mm -hmm. and, and, and try to push out a, a better game where people are only going to play the witcher series now yeah. so just that it could go it could go quicker than how long it took you to earn it that yeah. just that fast yeah and cd project red 10 years, 10 years in development. And, and, they, and they still didn't deliver everything that they were supposed to deliver when that came out. So again, it, you know, I, they I, I'm just- They the multiplayer just, mode. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm, I'm trying to put this in context to Star Citizen. I'm, I'm not trying to say it. I'm just saying, let's look at the industry in general. Cause it's very, I know it's frustrating that it's taking a while. I'm, I don't take anything away from people's desire to want to play the game and, and the wait. But I do want to say, let's keep it real. But we look at games like that that did get produced by major AAA companies, as you mentioned, Geo. Great background. See, they Project Red. They were the they were the baby, right? They 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 were going oh, to deliver. Man. And when they failed to deliver, again, these are companies that years ago, when their games came out, it was no problem. Now we're seeing AAA games that are just having these terrible launches, and it always seems to come down to that the game was released too soon. And we keep asking Star Citizen to come out soon. And if that, and if Star Citizen comes out too soon, it will have the same fate and die like these other games. So, oh, uh, you know. and they will get more hammered. Uh, let oh, me tell you something. Absolutely. If CIG messes up Squadron 42, mm -hmm. it will be like an Armageddon. The world is going to end. <laughs> you know, they'll sweep up. Starfield could be a fuck up. You know, they'll sweep mm -hmm. it under the rug. Mm -hmm. Cyberpunk, same thing. Oh, yep. well, you know, it's messed up, but... 
it, we were here for like the, forever, a couple years. Forever. And this is this is a newer studio. If you look at CD Projekt Red, how long they've been around, mm-hmm. or a Bethesda, how long they've been around and still can't get their bugs down. Mm-hmm. And we're judging CIG off of veteran studios that have been around 20 plus years. Yeah. yeah. Versus a studio that, you know, we're, we're constantly losing people, got to hire people, um, building new building you know new tools i know i sound like a white knight right now but i'm keeping it real you want that's like having a new employee come in uh, and, and look at some of these people who've been here you know 20 years to be just as good as dude who've been there maybe a year or two yeah. it's not gonna happen those dudes they could probably work in their sleep not these guys they're, also, they're still learning on the fly and, and building new tools mm-hmm. okay good point good point all right let's move on to the next one here <clears throat> the skeptics 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 uh, I got definitions here, y'all, so I don't want y'all to think I'm making up my <laughs> definitions here. Uh, a person inclined to question or doubt ex- accepted opinions. Uh, and this comes from things like postponed features, uh, missed, annou- missed announcement dates. Um, these different things that CIG has done, you know, they've postponed features. Uh, salvage was supposed to, I don't, how many times we saw Salvage supposed to come? How many times the Constellation Taurus was supposed to come out? Um, you know, it missed announcement dates. Uh, I remember when, uh, what was the thing called fast card that they were going to do for squadron 42? They said that we're going to now put this the vertical slice. No, not the vertical slice. The, uh, the show, remember they were going to do that thing when they changed everything over to, um, from Aaron over to what's the Viking guy. Oh, you're talking about Brian Chambers, Brian Chambers. When they, when Brian start working with squadron, they they did a show. Somebody put it in chat for me because you know we have such smart people. What was the, the name pillars? of that show, y'all? No, not pillars? the pillars. No, uh, not the, the pillars. Oh, you're talking about pillar talk. No, not pillars. Somebody in chat put in there what that show was supposed to be with Squadron Forty Two that they were going to be putting out. They were going to be giving us updates on Squadron Forty Two. We only got one oh. episode of it, and then it never happened again. They showed that station. Yeah, you were talking about? it was when they showed the state briefing, briefing room. room. Thank you, Sarge. Thank you, thank you, thank Locked you. Up. Yes, it was it was the briefing room, and so I'm saying that you know people, they, CIG says they're going to do something, and then it doesn't happen, then that makes people skeptical, right? People get a little bit okay. Well, we trusted them, blah blah blah. And it's legit. Like I said, some of the stuff's legit, y'all. So I ain't, I'm not trying to be going to defend them on some stuff because CIG has had their faux pas from time to time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Under skeptics, those who okay. Here's some things I want to talk about with skeptics too. Um, those who never experienced innovation. Now, let me say, give you some examples of this. All of us have heard these phrases before, like it's going to be a game changer or <laughs> next generation, right? I mean, we've, we've heard that stuff so much when a game comes out that many gamers have not been around to see innovation. Now, Gio, you younger than me in Fast Card. You ain't got no grace. So I don't know if you can pull on anything on this one. But Fast Card, do you remember any time in gaming where you felt like it became something, an innovation, something that actually changed the way we game? Not just a new game, but how we played gaming. Uh, Homeworld. What, what specifically? Oh, so the Homeworld, what they, Homeworld is RTS, the real-time strategy game. Except it, it, the way they innovated was, instead of being two-dimensional, it was three-dimensional. And, 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 and the way you, um, the, the, the way you, you moved in three-dimension was you, you right-click and, and left-click in, in, in specific order in order to move your uh, troops around. So yeah. Homeworld was one that, that, that innovated, in my opinion. Let me go to one, Gio's going to laugh when I say this one. Y'all want to know my first innovate? Well, actually, I can name a whole bunch of innovative games. One game that I think most people will be familiar with was Doom. 
because Doom, mm. Doom was actually a part of. Well, actually, it was cast. It was actually Wolfenstein 3D, but it was yeah, the first time guy. that we were put into a first-person position playing a game, and a lot of folks. That was a, it, it, it. If you look at it now and you say, "Is that 3D?" No, it wasn't 3D. Oh, you mean like back in the day? Yeah, I'm talking about back in the day. Like the no, games, not the recent games. You know what I'm talking about? World, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm going back <laughs> even further. I'm going back to the old Doom, uh, where it was the first time you saw a first-person shooter, and so that was game-changing. And it's very rare that we've had something get introduced. That stuff does happen. More recent stuff than that, even. For example, when we were able to start playing games on a modem. That was game changing oh. when I could actually connect with Geo at his crib. Or what about LAN? How about that? Land. Just being yeah. able to plug up two computers together and play. But a lot of people mm -hmm. have not experienced when I'm talking about changing the way gamers play. And so if you've never experienced that, it's easy to be skeptical when somebody comes up with something that sounds so out there, you know, to say, well, I don't know, that sounds a little bit too much, you know. Griffin, I'm, 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 I'm gonna one up you, okay? I'm, okay. We're talking about innovation. Hong, mm -hmm. that was an innovative game. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can outbeat you on that even. Well, we can we can. You know, now we start talking ancient. We're talking 1970s and 60s. So I don't want to go back that far. But no, the, you're very true. The game console, right, on a TV at home. You know, home arcade, all those things. The game change. When Geo, not to be funny, but even just something as simple as when the PlayStation One came out, right? There were some things that became game, you know, the way we played, it changed the well, way we play games, right? I got lucky. Yeah, I got lucky because uh, I basically started kind of game. Well, I, I played on like the uh, Super Nintendo, mm -hmm. um, but like me vividly remembering opening that Nintendo 64 and yeah, playing 64 bit Super, uh, Super Mario 3D yes. World. That was yes. innovating like. Yes. Crazy, Go, uh, GoldenEye, mm -hmm. the first like no, you know, yeah. well, well, three D, you know, yes. um, FPS. So yes, yes. I, I've definitely had that feeling, and then that's why when I got older, when I was getting burned out, when I was looking for another game, mm -hmm. um, that's when I you know found Star Citizen and and um, you know Daisy and stuff like that. Cause I was getting burned out. I'm like, where's the innovation? At? Yeah, a lot of the games I haven't really played recently. Like I was first looking for my new console like the 360 at the time in the ps3 i was stuck between which one i wanted mm -hmm. i went in the store and played gears of war i said this is innovation <laughs> i'm like this is amazing the graphics and slicing people open um you know and and recently i think the most recent game i played was like so much innovation is rockstar always does it for me um, yeah, rockstar. i played rockstar Red Dead redemption like yeah. if you go on the tiktoks and, and to this day that game came out in 2018 Still does yeah. stuff better than any game that's out right now. Like you see him cut the food, yeah. eat it, and just like ridiculous hunting yeah. and, and cut the hide off. Like unreal stuff mm -hmm. um, that goes on from that game. Yep. Good, good, good. That's yeah, good Griffin, I, I don't know what you're paying attention to your chat, but people are taking like, oh, Dragon Slayer. That, that was innovative. Dragon Slayer. Uh, oh my God. Hero. Yes, Dragon Slayer. Greystone. Yeah. yeah, going back to the laser disc. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what we're saying. That there's it, it, some of us remember, but, but 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 we don't see innovation that much, so it's very easy to mm -hmm. forget when innovation happens. All right, let's hit the next one here. Cynics. Uh, a person who believes that people are motivated purely by self-interest rather than acting for honorable or unselfish reasons. I'm gonna throw back here on this one. Do you guys remember the big stink that came up when people quote unquote found out that Sandy Gardner was married to Chris Roberts? Oh man, that was, was a like shit show. A download for some reason back then. Well, let me well, ask you, let me we, ask we you a question. Wait, but let me ask you a question. Yeah. 
Were we entitled to know that? No. Nope. Really, no. Really? No. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> damn business. See, I don't think so. My opinion, no. That's because the, look, <laughs> it gave the cynics. It gave them ammo. It sure did. Mm -hmm. As soon that's as they found did. out, as soon as they found out, they the the, the, the people went crazy. And, then, and that's People when didn't a, have a problem with Aaron Roberts, right? His brother, but but no, but that <laughs> just added to it. And then that became that's when we start hearing all this stuff about the money and them having pocketed money and the yachts and all this other stuff when all that came up, you know. So and then attacked his attacked his wife and kids, and they expect him to sit back and not say a damn thing. Exactly. They was all with Chris shouldn't have said nothing. Hell no, he did exactly what I would have <laughs> did. Shit. Forget that. Forget being humble. You attacking me, I'm going to throw shots well, let's, right let's, back into bitter let's, ass. Let's go back a little bit without naming names and give some detail on mm -hmm. that because a lot of people, Geo, don't know. They don't remember what happened. But mm -hmm. there was somebody who doxed them. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, 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 and somebody went in and started revealing information about their family and a whole bunch of other stuff. They really crossed a really bad line when it came to that. And it created a whole lot of problems when that happened. So this wasn't just like, you know, oh, well, you know, because uh, again, people, there were people, of course, people who worked at the studio knew they were married, but they just didn't advertise. It wasn't like Ben Lesnick didn't know that Sandy was married to Chris. I guarantee you that. But when it came out, some people didn't care. Some people made a big stink, especially people on the outside made a really big stink about it. Um, so anyway, that was with some of the cynics. Uh, let's go to the next one. This one might rub some people to run the wrong way, y'all. <clears throat> the entitled, the entitled. Believing oneself to be inherently deserving of privileges or special treatment. Uh, the dangers of consumerism says that uh, I've paid for this and I want it now. That's kind of oh. the feeling. Uh, now, again, I, I always give a little waiver when it comes to people who were looking forward to getting squadron 42, you know, I give them a little bit of a waiver because they were looking forward to that standalone game. And I get it. I get it. But there is an attitude of entitlement that happens among gamers sometimes where it's like, I've given you my $20 or my $200 $25. or my $2,000. And because of that, I want my stuff and I want it now. Uh, or maybe it's just because of the amount of time that I've spent, Playing the game. You know, I've been playing this game for seven years. When are they going to do that and the other? Now, I'm not saying you don't have a legitimate argument, y'all. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about the attitude. If your attitude is one of entitlement, then there are people who feel that way. Anybody got any thoughts on that before I go to the next one? Um, well, this is the thing about entitlement. Um, you know, coming in, especially into a game like this, uh, I, I don't understand where kind of entitlement comes from because... You need to see where this game, like Griff, I know you, I, I see that, you know, when you looked at this game, when it first was talked about, you was like, oh, this game going to take a while. It's going to be a while. And when you were buying ships, it was there to help, uh, you know, mm -hmm. donate to the game. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a pre-order. Mm -hmm. So you had to have in mind that, you mm. know, if I, if I donate to this game, to this project, you know, it's a chance it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, there's a chance it's gonna they're gonna miss de deadlines because they're they're a newer studio. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna come out as fast. I know that's how I looked at it when I was coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why I don't come in. I never came in feeling entitled. I knew it from the jump. I looked at this game. I said, man, this probably they're trying to do these ship battles and thousand people and blah blah blah. I'm like this might be ten years. And I was mm -hmm. thinking that back then mm -hmm. off the rip. Mm -hmm. I said because ain't nothing out right now that's doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, so you know I never felt really um entitled uh like that. And I I tried to. You know, make sure even even being like in the 
these uh, what is that the uh, concierge and stuff like that mm -hmm. people be wanting certain stuff because they uh, put a club. certain amount of money yeah mm -hmm. I mean who told you put that much money there you, they really don't have to give us anything because <laughs> if you look at some of these damn crypto projects you ain't getting nothing but what you paid for and that's it you bought you buy a three hundred thousand dollar ship that's all your ass get ain't no special club you got the rarity and that's it yeah <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, put the blame a little bit on on, on CIG because mm -hmm. CIG would have these uh, these these uh, funding goals or little um, events like you, you have lunch with Chris with Chris Roberts. Remember those? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the yeah. day, yeah. Back That's early day, Kickstarter. So, that was yeah. early Kickstarter stuff. Now, even 2016, I have to uh, pay $250 for, 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 for lunch at, at, at CIG. So I was like, yeah, I, I can see how people can, can, can get t t t turned off with that. And, you know, the, the, the early crowdfunding goals, you had a, you pay a certain amount of um, money you could have, a one-on-one, -on -one, and we covered it in, in the first week of January. We had a one-on-one -on -one uh, an hour with Chris Roberts and stuff like that. So I can see how people, some people can, 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 can but, get that entitlement. But I don't, know, I don't know if those people felt entitled because the people who spend that money know no, what they're I, doing. No, I'm talking about people who, 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 who didn't get that. Oh, oh okay, well, yeah, I, why come they I, got it? Later. Yeah. I, I, what, 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 why can't I have lunch with Chris Roberts? Right. Yeah, <laughs> I have dinner with Christ Rap or uh, Roberts in the Last Supper. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> but see, this is what. But this is why I want to stand with that. But like that is a uh, okay. So in this community, people get mad at like stuff like that and entitlement. Like, uh, and when people used to have uh, devs come on their shows, oh, why you come on their show? Why you ain't answer my question on the <laughs> on the forum? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you if you listen, this is the thing. A lot of other games and stuff. If you're a big YouTuber and you have an interview on there, mm -hmm. if this dude got fifty thousand, hundred thousand subscribers, he has clout. If you want that, build on something. You can't get mm -hmm. mad. Like people are feeling is gonna get hurt. It's just gonna have to be that because if uh, people are building these brands and they want to reach out to get a further audience, that's what it is. You can't get mad. Like, oh, well, this person come on the show. Yeah. It ain't a show because I only got three subscribers. Deal with it. <laughs> Put it in work, and maybe they might come on your show. Now they won't come on no one's shows, and we can't ask the questions we want. Mm -hmm. And people ask good questions to get uh, questions directly, you know, uh, from that content creator, and you know they'll answer them. He or she'll answer them. Right. And now we don't even have that access. You just want to cry about it, but you just could have went to that content creator and told him like, I want this question asked, and could have got your question asked. But instead, yeah. you went on the forums crying. I remember. And, and, and by the way. But Oh, by the way, not to be not to be too funny, but I I suffer from entitlement too for some time because they have you know they have the constellation emerald. I want to call the constellation black, you know. So yeah, I I I, I to do it too. You're nut. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, I was gonna say I remember and Jill will remember and I'm sure FC remembers. There was one content creator who really got upset because uh, at one point CIG had taken content creators to Gamescom with them. And this person felt that they, sh they they had put in the time streaming and that they should get to go to Gamescom. And when they didn't get picked, they they raged over it. So, you know, to Gio's uh. point, you know, it's not gonna happen. Sometimes it's just, it's just the way it is. Okay, let's hit the next one. Uh, this one's a tough one here. Uh, is that the right one? Yeah, it is, right? Did I put that up? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. refunders, yeah. Um, after receiving a refund, someone isn't satisfied with the item they bought or the service they got. So 
for the refunders, uh, some of you may remember from the early, early days when this game first was put out, when you played the game, if you, if you just weren't satisfied with the game or whatever, you could write into CIG, say, can I get a refund? And they would give you a refund for the most part. Um, but, part. but then <clears throat> they began to change their terms of service as they got further along into development. Now, the next stage of it that I remember, I don't know if Geo was around at that time or FastCard, if you remember, CIG would give you a, re you would have to write to them. And if you had some type of hardship, some type of difficulty, something had come up, they would still give you a refund. So if you had spent like, let's say you had $1,500 and, and you say, listen, I'm having a surgery or I've got to pay my rent, I've lost my job. They would, they would give you the refund, they would do that. But again, as the development went, and I think people still have this idea of thinking that when they say CIG has $500 million, that that means this is $500 million set in the bank. In the bank. Yeah, that money's gone. Most of that money's gone, it's spent. Because for each year, they've had to spend money to pay their employees. And so there came a point where their terms of service once again changed. And then they came to what is like the most common thing that says within 30 days, 30 days. of playing the game, if you're not satisfied, we will return your money. So they progressed in that. Now, I remember some people really got, even when they, after they got their money refunded, there were people who really got upset. In fact, there is a subreddit of people who to this day go there frequently and post about a game that they got refunds on. And I don't know what the, what's the, what's the madness behind that fast car? <laughs> if you got your money back and you, and you don't like the game, why do you, you go to, yeah, why do you still talk about I, it? You got me. I, I can't, I can't figure that one out for the life of me. It's been how, how many years is that? 2016? Yeah, they started that they back started. in 2016 or something like that. Geo, have you ever gone yeah, to that page it. before and seen it? I stay the hell off Reddit. That, that, those, those social degenerates, keyboard words. I haven't been on there. I don't know how long. Um, okay. but I, I don't, I don't understand. It's almost like the people who hate the game. They they run on every form. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. it it's like I don't understand why are you wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. You got your money back. Hey, I wish I could have got my money on Elite Dangerous. <laughs> I did. I wish I got my money back on No Man's Sky. I didn't. Yeah. Hell, uh, it was nice enough CIG to even uh, let y'all let them uh, y'all use them as the bank. Like, oh well, you know, you gave us five hundred, but here you go. If something happened, you can have your money back. Because, like yeah. I said, these were pledges. A lot of Kickstarters ain't giving your damn money back, yeah. or they took your money. So, yeah, I don't. Get, I don't understand uh, that. Oh, Alboy. It's, like it's like the atheist mentality. You know how that goes. They're like, <laughs> oh, I got my refund. I don't. I don't. I don't worship the Lord. <laughs> No, like, just so y'all know, or, oh, or, or a veganism. And all voids, thank you so much for the raid of nineteen. Thank you for the raid. Yeah, welcome. I was watching your stream earlier <laughs> that's, before that's our show got started. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, hey, what the hell's yeah. going on up in here? I know. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Uh, thank you. I hope you had a good stream, Alvoids. I, like I said, I got to watch you a little bit before we got started. Uh, but thank you for sending your folks over. We're talking about naysayers, reasons why people might feel negatively or have issues with Star Citizen over the years, because the, these are some of these reasons are not as strong as they were back in the day, but we were just talking about refunders. One of the things I was gonna say, Gio, to your point is uh, about people who go to, and I've never understood this, uh, people who comment in videos and they obviously don't like support the game, the but they watch other people's YouTube videos and they go comment. I'm like, 
Don't you have something else better to do? I don't go find stuff I don't games I don't play and go comment on the video. What? I don't get it. Griffin, they don't even do that. They just they just go by. They just read the title of the video and they just drop in. I'm serious. That's what some people do because you know because it's funny that most time a lot of times people comment comment on the video. The thing that they're commenting on is addressed in the video, but they haven't watched it. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I yeah, guess I made a video called this. Star Citizen is a Scam, and mm-hmm. first people went on it, oh, you're a dumbass, it's not a scam. I'm like, see, you didn't even watch the damn video. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't even watch it. And well, well, see, what people don't understand, I love that. You can come on my channel on trolling, because I love <laughs> oh, no, it. You, like, I know, there's I'm only one troll I know worse than you. Sith, I, I'm, I'm the Sith Lord, like, give me all your no. hatred. Yeah. I love that. Keep giving me views and coming oh, yeah. all the shit and, and dislikes. And, 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 and citizen now. I know. I know. There's two Sith Lords, him and Colossal. I know you, you make Colossal oh. smile because he's, he's definitely a Sith Lord. Oh, yes. Give okay. me your power. All right. That, this, that leads us to the haters. Uh, a person who greatly dislikes a specified person or a thing. You know, I was always amazed at hearing when people would talk about Star Citizen and why they didn't trust it or believe it or whatever. And one, some of the things I would hear is like, well, you know, that Chris Roberts, he's a micromanager or he's a perfectionist or most recently, he's a liar, you know. Um, they I'm, lied I'm, to I'm, us. Yeah, he lied. Yeah, he's a liar. Um, I, you know, again, I, I'm, I'm kind of amazed more about the energy behind this, um, especially when it's somebody who I don't know, somebody who I have no contact with, and I have no, if I, especially if I don't have any financial tie to it, I don't understand where that personal attack level of it comes from. If you want to complain about the development and the project, that's one thing, but I don't get where the other stuff comes from. Gio, I don't know if you got something uh, on that. Let me go to Gio first and then I'll go to you fast card. Uh, yeah, I see, I, lately I've been seeing Chris get a lot of hate anytime he talks. Um, mm-hmm. that was one of the things that brought me onto this game. Seeing Chris coming out and mm-hmm. talking about his game and ask questions. I know sometimes he'll probably say something about a feature that's far off or something like that, but I used to enjoy that because I could manage my expectations. I don't go on the forums crying every time he says something. Mm-hmm. Because it, was, it was interesting to see him, him talk about his vision of his game. He, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, like, every time he comes on camera, I think that's why I don't come on camera like that no more because every time he does, catches heat. Yeah. They shut down. And really, from, really from our own community now. It's not, it's not even like the people from outside because mm-hmm. I, I never played a Chris Roberts game. Mm-hmm. So when I came in, someone like me, him come talking about his game, he knows what he's talking about. I'm like, okay, this dude, he got it going on. Okay. Um, and, and, and the quality he's putting out and, and uh, the ships and walking around on planets. So he's been, you know, there was a, a while where everything he showed was actually you know, um, playable and you could do in game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the things I like, cause you would see E3 demos, they'll show you this, you know, bizarre, crazy thing and tell you, you could explore all this and that, and you couldn't yeah. do it in the or, final or copy. Was a, or, it was cinema- or it was a cinematic, right? I mean, that was oh, a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, I hate just, cinematic trailers. Just cinematics back then, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, like I said, he was one of the few people that are actually talking, you know, talking what he was, or walking what he was talking, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't know, I don't understand the hate like that. Yeah. FC, what about you? Anything in relation to the personal attacks? And I mean, we saw an example of this when the Forbes article came out. Remember uh, Fast Car? It was more of a personal yeah. attack more than it was about the game itself. And there were plenty I, I, of people I, I, who I read I, that. 
Right, and I think a lot of it had to do with the anonymity on the internet. Because mm. you can say anything on the internet and not not catch any flack for it. And that I think that, 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 that that's where a lot of the hate, hate come from. Mm. But you know, there's something recently that, 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 that um, happened was, you know, there's this group of people I think they're called the player haters who come along <laughs> like, once, once every three to two or three months and you know to, to just hate 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 all day long yeah but they know? hate you on the players they don't hate on chris roberts they hate on the players so <laughs> that's okay you know yeah every once in a while we do see them that's very true we haven't seen them in a while we got to get them to come back okay um now here's one y'all put a seatbelt on geo on this one because this is gonna this is gonna get him fired up propaganda information especially of a biased or misleading nature used to promote or publicize a particular point of view now <clears throat> i'm going to go back geo i'm going to go to fast card first but i'm take both of y'all back to the meme wars when there was just all these memes being posted all types of stuff and i'm going to let's see i think i'm going to try to pull a couple of them up i think i didn't i didn't push these in the thing because i got tired last night but let me see if I have a couple of them here. Uh, do I? I'm looking in the wrong folder. There we go. Okay, so here's one. Oh, I haven't seen that one. There's one there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find another one for you. I ain't gonna lie, some of the memes be funny as hell, man. Oh I yeah, oh yeah, some of them, some yeah. of them are funny. Some, some of them is pretty yeah. funny. I'm like, God, some of them, some of them are hilarious, depending on what they are. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that one? I haven't seen that one either. You haven't seen that one? What? Oh my uh, God. Uh, let's see if I can find. Ooh. I, I, I tend to stay away from, from sites that they would post to you. That's probably why. Okay, here's one. Well, that would be Reddit. Do y'all remember that one? <laughs> and then last but oh, not man. least this was a big meme when this one came out and so and, and geo you may remember this one do you remember that one uh oh yeah i think i've seen this one that's the one i probably seen i don't remember so many not smart refugee camp uh <laughs> okay well let's memes. talk about this one this one was oh, the I one i remember that one yeah this is the one where people someone someone uh, decided to say that this is the, that this is what the Roberts are doing with your money. They're out on their yacht and they they bought a yacht and they're spending all their money. Uh, this was a real big one when it came out. Now most of this stuff was between the years of maybe 2015 to 2017, maybe 2018, a little bit. Uh, but there was a lot of propaganda. And and see the thing about this is there were people who were seeing this stuff and didn't know where it came from. But when you put uh -huh. the right lead line under it saying, this is what's happening with your money, you know, like Gio said earlier, a lot of these folks aren't digging to find out the truth. They just go by the power of the meme. And, 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 and to address this one specifically, people may not realize that Chris Robert produced movies. Right. He, 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 he rubbed apples with movies. So he had money before it got started. He has own money. With, with, uh, got started. It's so almost like he made games his, his too before this. That, that, he, that he used to, 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 to buy stuff like that. Yeah. What, what was that deal? 
I said, it almost looks like he uh, made this series called uh, Wing Commander, too. I don't know if he got any money <laughs> off of that. Yeah. You know, movies, yeah. Wing Commander. I don't know how many Wing Commanders yeah. came out. Oh, absolutely. Between that, his movie picture, motion picture company, which he ended up selling, right? And he ended up making tons of money off of that. And he's not broke, you know, by any means. But again, it was something that was being used against them back in the day. Okay. All right. Let's hit the next ones here. <clears throat> it's a little bit next level. And this is dealing with being salty. Now, I want to pay attention to this definition here because we throw the word salty around a lot. But the definition says somebody who's angry or resentful, especially in response to being defeated or disappointed. Now, there are people who genuinely have been disappointed. And I think that sometimes the disappointment, it may be misplaced, but it could be also valid. If people were given information or assumptions about the game, if they thought, like there was one guy, for example, who bought, I remember it was when the, um, what's that Gion ship called? The um, the cargo ship. The, oh, uh, the Gion ship? Yeah, what's the Gion cargo the, uh, ship, y'all? The purple the one. Raylan. The Raylan. The Raylan? The Raylan? Yeah, Don't the, guy, the guy bought the Raylan. And then after he bought it, this was kind of weird. After he bought it, he found out that the Raylan wasn't going to be coming out anytime soon. And he bought it under the idea thinking that this is the next ship that's going to come out. And he was disappointed. I think he ended up uh, asking for a refund or filing a lawsuit and they granted it back. And that's why CIG kind of, even though they had stuff in there previously in small print about, you know, this is no guarantee that this ship is going to be coming. They made it in like a, a more visual, visible way for people to see it, right? Um, so there are some people, excuse me, who out of disappointment can become angry or resentful towards some of the things that happen with development. Because you do, to, to Gio's point, you have to have a pretty strong fortitude to ride this wave, to ride on this train. Mm -hmm. You really do, honestly. If, and I've told people, and we've said this on the show before, for some people, they can be in this thing daily. For some people, they come only when an update pops up. For some people, they go away two, three years. You got to do what is good for you mentally so that you don't become salty about this game because you can become salty. And, and to, to your point, there's like, a, this is a, it's a recent thing for, for Griffin, Gio, and I, but maybe not the reason for, for a lot of the new players, but you got, whenever you buy something on a on website, now there's an acknowledgement window that pops up. And you have to and you have to scroll down, before you can make a picture. Before, like before, you you can just go bam, and 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 the purchase is made. But they they change that because they want to make sure that people actually, you know, click click yes, I acknowledge this, but but but, but before they buy something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gio, you've yeah, so, you've so had your period. To do that. Gio, you've had your period too, where you've had to step back from the game. You told me for a little while you stepped back, right, for a little bit. Oh, I, to be honest, I still haven't, uh, I still haven't played it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, you know, I, it's simple. It's just, you know, you take a break. If, if it pisses you off, mm -hmm. you know, just back off, especially content creators. They just think that, yeah. you know, oh, well, I got, I got to make this content. So now I'm going to be pissed off because I'm forcing myself to make this content, mm -hmm. make some more uh, content, play other goddamn games. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. You know, I started off as a dude who was making, you know, PS Vita videos and look where that's at. You know, mm -hmm. that's dead. So, you know, if you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket as a mm -hmm. content creator, that I, I have, you know, yeah. I come from experience knowing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I got salty over the, the Van Duel mask mm -hmm. thing. And I, I think yeah. they just did it. They just did an event. I told my brother, I can't, I said, I can't play it. I mm -hmm. just, yeah. I don't have the patience to do it. Mm -hmm. Just get it for me so I can finally have it. I, I, that's what made me salty the whole time I couldn't get that mask because <laughs> it was a 30K 
mess and i'm hearing in the ptu right now 318 is a 30k mess i'm like well i'm just wait a little bit i'm gonna mm -hmm. see how live goes if live gets better then, i hop in because I, I definitely want to play like mm -hmm. i've been i i i want to try all those new systems i haven't played mm -hmm. since the uh what's that the mercury star runner came out mm -hmm. so that was the last time i ever played but i keep up with this game yeah. on a weekly basis mm -hmm. watch a lot of shows when i can um but it's something that you have to know you have to step back yep. get angry i know a lot of people have other games mm -hmm. um so a lot of people step back but content creators are the ones who get pissed off and forcing themselves to make content they're miserable doing it i've seen it happen with call of duty creators yeah. you know they act like it comes out every year they, oh wow fun call of duty same thing and they got to keep pushing that content they make themselves miserable even going back to their old jobs mm -hmm. um and i can see that cycle happening again in star citizen they're gonna be yeah. burned out before the game even comes out yeah. uh because every patch that comes out they, they burn it out they're waiting for the next thing so yeah. i don't know what they're gonna do come you know, launch a good example of that and fast cars have been around long enough and geo's been around long enough we could tell you dozens of content creators who have come and gone since this project started a oh, lot of them yeah. a lot yeah. of them were basing their that they would what they were doing was basing it around that Star Citizen would come out in 2016. So they were trying to get in early, mm -hmm. build their, like you said, build up their audiences and be ready when the game came out. And then when the game didn't come out, remember we had that one full year where it was the dry year where we got no updates or nothing. That strangled so many people at that time. So unless, like you said, Gio, unless some people decided to become variety streamers where they, you know, they do Star Citizen, but they do some other stuff too, they survived. But very mm -hmm. few, very few of the people who come just did Star Citizen completely were able to push through it. Some of them left out of anger. Some of them just left because they just felt like, hey, I can't keep up with this. Or, I don't know this game. But I'm just saying there were people who had bad feelings, especially content creators back at that time. Okay, we got only a couple more of these to go. So let's hit them. Oh, can, can, I, can, yeah. can I just say, that, sure, Gio, yeah. uh, just wait, man. The PSV is going to make a comeback. Oh, just Lord. wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It must be coming out the same time Star Citizen is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The misinformed. Misinformed. Uh, where there's been confusion between Star Citizen and Squadron 42. Arity, thank you so thank much. Thank rather. Thank you so much for that sub. Um, confusion between Star Citizen and Squadron 42 even from industry publications. I can't tell you how many industry mags or online mags or whatever constantly confuse. In fact, they never even talk about Squadron 42. It's always Star Citizen. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying that sometimes the viewers, the people who read and watch, don't distinguish the difference between the two. You guys remember a few months ago or last year, that issue came up about the, the bed sheets, the folding bed sheets, right? And, and and a couple of the magazines made a real big deal out of that, but it was in the Squadron 42 notes that they were working on this particular tech. But it came out as if, oh, Star Citizen, look, they could be working on the game and they're working on, you know, bed sheets, you know. And so if people don't know that there are two games that are distinct, a single player game as well as the multiplayer game, uh, it's very easy for some of the information to get crossed with folks if they don't understand what this, even if they don't know the history of the project. Like you said, Gio, you talked about how in the beginning, you know, there was a handful of people. Chris did most of the coding himself. That was just a visual presentation he did in engine, you know, but a lot of people assumed that because it looks so good, right? And that it was in engine, 
oh, they must have a studio of people already in place doing this. No, because Chris and only a couple people coded that stuff back then. Some, some, some people said that that, that, that was cinematic. You know, yeah, was some in-game. people thought it was. Yeah, some people thought it was, <laughs> even though it said it was in in in-game engine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let me go to uh, Fast Card first on this one. Uh, as far as that confusion, do you think that it's starting to, people are starting to distinguish the difference now because people are talking about Squadron 42 more Fast Card, or do you think there's still confusion? I, I've definitely seen less of it uh, now compared, compared to like a, a, a few years ago or even a year ago. Uh, and this is something I, I say a lot, but I think it's bad repeating. Like the, the title Star Citizen Alpha, some people think the, the Star Citizen Alpha is the name of the game. They don't know the Alpha is a state of development. They just think Alpha is part of the name like Alpha Trion or, um, or Alpha strike or something like that mm. so that, that, i think that's that's part of the issue and um also the, the cig doesn't help themselves because they actually have like the ptu server and they call something the live server so when you say live that that may give people the, the wrong question that the game is actually launching and and, mm. and um and and and, and, and live yeah so yes i, I have seen the publications I, i'm tempted to name names that i'm not going to but yeah the, the, we, we always have our, our, our favorite go to a couple of go to yeah. especially one at, at the end of the year to say the worst business model <laughs> and yeah. stuff like that they have, they have, they have awards and Star Citizen is, is, is always at the top so yeah 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 Gio what do you think as far as freedom from the back in the day till now people being misinformed, you know, because of bad information from the media, from publications and stuff. I know we've talked, I mean, we can say some of the magazines, Kotaku, several of them really seem like they kind of had an ax almost, (laughs) well, I'm just saying, they seem like they almost had an ax to grind. You know what I mean? It wasn't Mm -hmm. like they were being fair and balanced for lack of a better term. I hate to almost steal that term, (laughs) but I'm just saying, it seemed like everything that came from them was always like in the beginning, everything was good, but later it was almost like they, they almost clickbaited those titles to keep people, you know, viewing what they read. I don't know, Gio, what do you think? Well, that's that's really what all, all these do. I never see them cover the cool tech, like something shown at sitcom or something. Mm-hmm. They'll be quiet about that, but they'll talk about the bed sheet. Like, let's talk about all of it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's not be one-sided. If you're going to talk about the bed sheet, yeah. show off the cool zero gravity stuff or yeah. the salvage. I, I haven't heard no publication talk about the salvage yet. It's yeah. a PTU, game plays <clears> out. Hush, it's been silence, especially PC Gamer. You would think a PC Gamer would be happy mm-hmm. that a game like this is getting made on PC because really a lot of the time, you know, they make these games for console first and PC is right. a second thought. Right. And, you know, it used to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. Consoles get the bogus version. Now we got a game that's almost close to being exclusive right now to PC that mm-hmm. we haven't seen in a long time. And they're always giving misinformation, down talk it, don't cover both sides. And that's why we shit on Kotaku, Shitaku and PC Gamer, because they're, they're not even trying to get interviews, talk to CIG, because I know if I can go in there and ask questions, I know damn well you can. Yeah. You could probably call them up, talk to Chris right away. Hey, this is Kotaku, we like mm-hmm. do an interview with you, but they don't. They, they don't, don't even use the yeah. resources they have. So and, and, I don't take anything they say uh, at all. <laughs> And to, and, to, and to your point, like the, all the coverage that Star Citizen get, I didn't see Star Alex get half that coverage. Yeah. How about yeah. you, my friend? Yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, when 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 Star Atlas put out was it last month, their ship, <laughs> their one million dollar virtual ship. <laughs> I didn't see nobody screaming about it. Not nobody. Yeah, people screaming up and down all day long about twenty seven thousand dollar package, right? <laughs> Or Did no, you see the 3, land 000. sale too? Oh yeah, the land sale. Yeah, the I land sale too. I want to buy too. one. I said, uh, it's, it's like this cool, futuristic Rome-looking house, yeah, right? Yeah. 
And with the ship outside, I said, oh, there's some yeah. ball of shit here. I said, how much is this? <laughs> and the, the dev told me, he was like, yeah, it's going to cost you some money. I think yeah. I went on there. That shit was like forty or 50000 yep. Unrealistic wow. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they hadn't showed, like I said earlier, these games don't show a damn thing, mm -hmm. but want your money, especially in these crypto gamers. I be wanting to support these games. Mm -hmm. They're so expensive. Yeah. Like it's they're they're catering to a whole Different new audience. Yeah. Selling five hundred thousand dollars ships and you never hear a word. word. And, 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 and Star Atlas back like day. Back in the day, when the Pioneer was launched, the CID was selling land claims for fifty and a hundred dollars. Oh my God! You thought the world, you thought the world was oh. the way people were complaining about that. Oh, and yeah, and like I said, these crypto games are are doing that, and it's unreal. Like if you look at Star Atlas and how bad they fucked up, and they're pulling for money because I wouldn't put money in right now. I, I mm -hmm. want to buy a ship, um, but like I said, it's it's so out of out yeah. of whack. I can't even do. It. But they're so mismanaged. They lost majority of their money mm -hmm. in FTX mm -hmm. and rule number one in crypto you do not leave your money on a damn exchange, exchange. <laughs> so talk about mismanagement why the hell would you leave that on exchange and for people who don't know let me break this down because I know there's probably a lot of people who don't know what like crypto is where's my wallet okay so Real quick, I, I know I'm getting I'm getting off track. This is how mismanagement yeah, was and they didn't say look they didn't they didn't say a word about this so Here's a wallet, right? This is my wallet. This is my dollar. Okay, so let's act like uh, the bank is uh, the wallet or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm putting the money in there. Okay, a dollar. My my money's protected up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars by law. It's insured, right? So right now the crypto is the wild wild west. So let's say I put this dollar into the bank and I want to buy. Well, let's say I want to switch it for yen or something. I trust the bank to hold my dollar with exchanges right now there's no regulation in crypto so i put money in there they gave me some crypto and if they go downhill they keep my money that's in exchange mm -hmm. so that's why you need to have uh you know a hot wallet built mm -hmm. in your phone or they got a uh, cold wallets that's another separate device to mm -hmm. hold your money on there yeah and star atlas team did not do that they trusted the exchange and you never do that once you buy it you get it the hell yeah. off that exchange yeah yep. terribly mismanaged yeah well you know they probably were trying to tap off the little four percent or five percent interest that they were getting keeping in the exchange but like you said it wasn't worth it in the Foolish. end it paid but a high you could price do it, you it. could do that in the DeFi. Well, know, you true. can do it in, <clears throat> in a ledger. I, I just bought me two. I got a, a two ledgers coming in because I, I don't even want to trust my my um my hot wallet on my phone. I want it on in me on my pocket. That's mm -hmm. how paranoid I am. But th that's how terribly mismanaged Star Atlas was, and yeah. we haven't heard anything. And I want that game to succeed because it looks cool as hell. Yeah, right. And nah, the ships, nah. it looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, the little stuff we did see the showcase, but. There's nothing and on that. The coverage is, is, is uneven. Oh. Like, it's uneven, unequal like, coverage. Like yeah. a, a million dollars for a ship, you, you, you barely hear peep. Yeah. The citizen, they want to charge fifty or hundred dollars for land claim. The world's gonna end. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, let let Star Citizen lose twenty or thirty million dollars right now. They go crazy. <laughs> it <laughs> would be <laughs> a shit show. These and, and Starless lost what 30, 000, uh, 30 million? thirty million, forty yeah. million. Well, they lost. We we don't know exactly what they lost. They they're quoting 15? they're quoting fifteen. They said they lost right. half their runway, but we. They, there's probably more money than that because they've made more money than that. So we'll we'll find out in time. Listen to this next subject, guys. Uh, hearsay. Uh -huh. What gamers heard, either from forums, from friends, or from the media? They didn't do their own homework. They didn't do their own due diligence. 
Uh, but someone told him, somebody's, you know, Geo comes up to me and says, dude, have you heard of this game named Star Citizen? And then I decided to say, oh man, that game ain't nothing but a scam. And Fastcart don't need nothing about it, but Fastcart was curious, but he believes Griff because Griff is his friend. And so he says, oh, well, then he goes and tells somebody, yeah, well, Griff said it's a scam, right? I mean, a lot of it is just hearsay. You know, it's not because people spend time. I've had so many people I've challenged who've done videos and I say, have you played the game? If not, I will buy you a package. I will meet you in game just so you could try to get uh -huh. my, not one person has ever taken me up on it because they're usually talking about what they read from an article or what they've heard. They're not saying, oh, I was in the game. I tried it, I played it. They just write, make these videos. We're gonna talk about why they make those videos in the next category. But what do you guys think about hearsay? You know, people, gamers who just don't do the homework. Uh, I heard a story of uh, people looking for a particular trailer to, to show to their friend, to show to them that, yeah, I think like a cinema, you can do you can do all this stuff in game. This is not um, a, 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 a movie cinematic or anything. This is made by fans of the game. So yeah, it, 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 it's really disappointing to 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 to, to hear, the, especially the, the, the hearsay. Like um, people still say it, it's a scam. It's it, it been going on for 10 years they made 500 million dollars they got over 800 employees <clears throat> that's a long long time if i haven't heard one you know the one that gets me geo and i hear people say this even today and i hope i don't offend none of y'all you know i love you for watching but i almost can't stand when people say there's nothing to do in the game mm. I, I, now I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you why i hate that y'all i will not dispute the fact that there's not much content or that the content that's there isn't connected in some way. In other words, like the economy, things of that nature, or you've got a ship that doesn't function, you know, all of it's like, we just recently got the Reclaimer and <clears throat> now the Reclaimer. Or tech demo too. Yeah, or right, that's another phrase, yeah, tech demo. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the aspect of gamer imagination in a sandbox. That's the thing that gets me going. Somebody quoted about Rexilla. Those of you who remember Rexilla when he used to come into the game, Rexilla would play that game almost every day of the week with 50 people, 40 people in a server, and he, they would have a blast every freaking day. Captain Richard goes out every day, not just because he's a content creator, he gets people that jump in line to jump in the servers with him to do all types of stuff almost every day. But then there's gamers who say, well, there's nothing to do. Now, maybe you can't do what it is you want to do. I'll give you that. Maybe you say, I want to be, I want to be doing black market trading and it's not in the game. Okay. I get, I give you that. But it's the folks who just kind of look at the whole thing of what Chris is creating and say, and tell other people, there's nothing to do. Now, if you say, Hey, I've got a, I paid for a pioneer and I want to go out and, you know, build stuff, but it's not in the game. Hey, I get it. You're right. But it does bother me when there's that blanket statement, because when you say that to people, people think that the game is not delivering in any fashion whatsoever. But that's just me. Okay. I don't know. That usually comes from people who've been here a while, though, too. They done burned themselves out. No, oh, it ain't nothing to do. <laughs> well, you done did everything. You played every damn day for the past eight years. So now I see why you're probably saying, oh, ain't nothing to do. You're probably bored out your mind. You done did everything. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I'm watching people like right now. Now, now don't get me wrong, Gio years ago it was difficult you really had to push yourself to do stuff but like mm -hmm. i'm watching orgs now like this one group called the med oh god i just i they're called the <clears throat> excuse me i got them right here anybody seen these guys recently i've been really digging them. med runners the med runners have got the, the they're like a group of players 
who they, they base themselves in a certain place and they respond to all medical calls in the game. They've got themselves in uniforms. They got themselves organized. You got people like Mongrel Squad who's out there doing piracy and they're churning it out left and right all the time. There are people who are finding ways to take even what little we have right now and go out there. Racing is blowing up right now. People are getting into the racing thing. XGR, we saw what happened with Daymar this weekend. So true enough, I, I guess my thing is that some people just don't know about what it means to be in a sandbox. If you want to wait around for CIG to give you stuff in your Moby glass all the time, you're missing the point of a sandbox. Sandbox is about getting together with your friends, partnering, contacting organizations, figuring out ways to make it iterative gameplay that you can create on your own. It's a, and you ain't, ain't got to be in every day. Like I agree with Gio, don't be in every day trying to do it because you're going to wear yourself out over eight years, <laughs> but you can go out and find fun things to do in the verse if you really want to as a gamer. You know, okay. well, well, people, that, that, that's the funny thing we hear say. People say, oh, well, I heard that game's a scam or they don't do that. When I hear people say that, I'm like, okay, well, he don't even want to do research. Ain't even no point in even talking to him mm. because if you're going to be that ignorant and dumb, ain't no point in even trying to win those people over. They'll see it on release day and they'll, they'll be the same people hop their ass in the game when it's done. So <laughs> that's what uh, eventually, eventually they'll, they'll be here. In. Just if they don't want to uh, watch videos and research and watch streams to see what there's, there's the doing game, then just, just let them be. Let them talk later. that ass hat talk. <laughs> and how often does CIT have that dynamic event? Like we just had, uh, what was it? It was the, uh, oh, or Orison, Orison this weekend. Recently, mm -hmm. so yeah, they do that. I want to say like every other month or almost every month now, they have a new, uh, not a new, but they bring back a dynamic event. Like I'm they have the Nine Tail, they have the uh, the Xeno Threat, and she's the Watson, and I'm missing one. Oh, mm -hmm. not, no, no, I'm missing one. But, yeah, Nine Tails. So they have different uh, event that they do. Mm -hmm. See, I haven't played any of those, so I got a lot waiting on me when I come in. Oh, yeah. I got shit, I got oh, shit to yeah. do when I come in because yeah. I haven't played in three years. So I'm going to be honest with you. Picks. I've been in the game this whole time, and I haven't played everything in the game. There's some stuff I haven't touched, mm -hmm. and I just, I've just i tried not to because I'm just leaving it, but I find other things to do. So I'm sure there are some people who've done everything in the game too, though. So God bless you if you've done it all. Okay, let's go to these next two because these two are a little bit more controversial topics. We're on the last two of our 14, y'all, so we're knocking them down. Grifters. A grifter is a person who engages in petty or small-scale swindling. And let me give you an example of what I mean by that. There are media and content creators who consciously, this is not, I'm not talking about unconsciously, I'm saying consciously, they do it to make money off of the reads, the ads, and the clicks. That's why they're there. It's a topic that they can push a button on. They can either great, like you mentioned earlier, Geo, they can get hits, right? If they want to build their numbers up. Uh, they, and some of you all know if you get enough hits, it's not the same as it used to be back in the day, but you can profit. You can make money, especially from ads and things that can come in from your YouTube page, right? From your Twitch page, you get some people who feel the same way that you do. And, and you, uh, and listen, let's not be naive. There are people who know there are people out there who have doubts about the game and they feed that monster. They, they say what. They say it in the bubble so they know there are people who respond to it and these people amen them with a sub or they visit with a, they go to a visit or they follow and these people make money off of that process and it may not seem like a big deal but understand i'm not talking about the people who legitimately have critiques and complaints i'm not talking about them i'm talking about the people who literally are doing it solely because they know there's an audience out there that they can make money off of uh you guys got anything on that one I mean, well, I know I've seen, personally, I've seen a, a content creator do that before. You know, as soon as he got his shit taken, his uh, Idris M, 
he started making salty content and he mm. saw that he could get more clicks off making salt than making, you know, pro videos. So now you got the whole not smart refugee camp and the naysayers <laughs> and all that coming over there and watching your content. Um, yeah. And they'll just know, like, let me just keep saying some, some bullshit, mm. you know, mm. and that, that's what happens uh, with uh, some of these YouTubers now. And yeah. I don't know, it's, it's unfortunate that you get caught up in that. I think some, some people who are pro star system, but sometimes you get too far in critique, they start to t lean to that side sometimes a lot more than, you know, actually liking the game. So I don't know. Mm. You're going to say FC? Uh, I don't have anything for this one, sorry. No, you don't know no grifters, huh? You don't know no grifters, that's I, I good. I'll keep my peach on this one. I'll keep my peach on this one. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. All right, I mentioned that these last two were kind of like a different type of, of type of uh, naysayer, but here's the other one, competitors. Now, if you guys haven't checked it out, I don't have the link for it in FastCard. I don't know if you have time to look it up. Montoya. Our good friend Montoya did a really good video a while back. Oh, I know what you're talking and, about. And it yeah. was, and, and it, he wasn't saying this is the case. He's saying, but it's something that we need to consider. That, and Gio, you touched on this a little bit earlier. Chris Roberts is trying to come in and do something different in the industry. He's trying to create not only a great game, but even the way games are being created in development. That in and of itself can be a threat to the gaming industry because you're, you're basically breaking the mold. You're doing something that's done differently. And you're also shifting the power and the money into different hands. Those of you who know what distributors are, such as EA and other companies, a distributor's job is to do just that, to distribute the game, to get it out to the public. You could be a game developer, Refast Carton, Vigio right now could create a game. It could be a really, really great game and it's got a lot of potential, but we also don't have the finances and the wherewithal to advertise and to put that game into the hands of thousands, if not millions of gamers. So what do we do? We get an advance and we work with a publisher and that publisher is the one who says, We'll give you money for that game and pay you for development or we'll supplement that payment and then we'll do the distribution for it. And they get a cut of that, getting that advertising, commercials, magazines, reviewers. They handle all that stuff, right? And they mm -hmm. make money. And that's the way the industry works in general. Chris Roberts has kind of flipped the scale on that to say, as a way of saying it. He has, first of all, not used any of those media outlets as a means to notify the gaming community of how his game is being done. It's actually being done by you, by the community, by your voices. He's utilizing free, free sources such as Twitch and YouTube and TikTok, things of that media platforms where information is going out to gamers. That's revenue that would have normally gone into the pocket of some publisher where that would have happened. And he's self-publishing the game. Now, all of that, if that becomes more than just an odd occurrence, but starts to become the norm, then it also becomes a threat to that industry. So when you have magazines, some of the ones we've mentioned, online publications, take a look and see who owns those publications. You may find that this particular publication you like listening to or reading is actually owned by one of the major publishing houses. And so therefore the editors of there could possibly be thing I'm just picking a company. What I'm not gonna pick a company. Y'all know who the publishing companies are out there. Right. One of those companies <laughs> could tell their magazine, y'all need to do a hit piece 
on this particular piece. Because ultimately, if this game becomes something where other independents realize that they can make money, keep that money in their pockets, don't have to pay a publisher, figure out a way to do it with private investors, well, now you've started taking money out of those big companies. And so it's it's typical corporate stuff, business stuff. It's the way the world is. Companies push against each other all the time. I would not say we should be so naive to think that many of the naysayers and those negative voices that are out there may not possibly also being financed and fed by other companies, publishers, or whatever the case may be. Okay, that's my speech on that. You guys got anything in relation to competitors? Yeah, uh, I tried to look, look, I tried to look up the, the video from Montoya, but there are several videos that I can't. Yeah, I'll I can't see if I can. Which, I'll see if I can find it. Which one is the right one? I'll see if I can find but what yeah, you're talking. So, yeah, basically, so, so, you, 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 you didn't try to name names, but yeah, basically, the, um, some of the other game YouTubers, there's um, several groups that they are financed by uh, publishers, so they have a um a reason to um make it seem like cid or star citizen or squadron 42 is bad and so, you know they don't want other people to go independent and 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 not make the money basically mm -hmm. yeah so well you, you, you got competitors also joining the space bandwagon because of star citizen look mm -hmm. at starfield True. Yeah, I mean, they did. An, uh, I don't know what kind of like interview they did, but it was basically a pillar talk. Mm -hmm. If you look at the the interview that uh, well, I don't know, Todd, whatever his name is, uh, I don't know who does the uh, Bethesda. Mm -hmm. They basically had a pillar talk for Starfield. I'm like, dude, they're just copying everything that Star Citizen is doing. Like, um, you know, so a lot of these games are starting to see that Star Atlas. I'm pretty sure they saw that. And basically, I think. Starless looked at Star Citizen and put an NFT form to it because if you look at it, Chris Roberts was ahead of the game with this NFT stuff. These JPEGs, mm -hmm. everyone talk, was talking shit about JPEGs. NFTs came out and we showed quite on the JPEG talk now when people start making money off it now, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, a visionary it, that that goes to show you how much ahead of the game Chris was. You know, because mm -hmm. a lot of these games now, hey, you buy this NFT token. And you got access to this game. Um, you could, you know, sell your car on there or whatever. This gun and it's on the blockchain. Um, so I bet you Chris probably was like, damn, I wish I probably could have got on that because I, I could have probably charged way more money than what these dudes are charging because I actually got something to show for. These other dudes ain't got nothing in asking, you know, a million dollars for a damn ship. And yeah. not getting no articles while I'm showing how much money I'm getting on my funding and I'm taking all the, the arrows in the back while they're just, you know, they're, they're kind of lowering mm. the radar and getting their money because I don't know because it's crypto or people are making money. They don't want to mess up the, the game. They don't want to put out no puppies because like you said, they have an incentive for that game to do good and to start uh, look at, you know, Star Citizen, make sure it's, it's a mess because they don't have any, uh, there's no investors in Star Citizen. <laughs> Mm. Except for that one company that paid for uh, mm. the advertisement. Mm -hmm. And you, you just reminded me, like, I haven't heard Facebook JPEGs in a long time. Like, just now, the first time I heard that in, in, in a while. So, yeah, things are changing for, 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 for the better for Star Citizen and Crunch 42, but it, 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 it's, slow, it's slow going. Yeah. I mean, Griffin will tell you, he has a ship in Star Atlas. I mean, he was making money off his ship. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how not cool would that be? If, <laughs> well, yeah, not much, but it's the fact that it's this future of gaming coming up, and 
you know, Chris realized that early on, people would like to own stuff in game and have their own ship and have their own cars. And this was what, uh, you know, he started the funding in 2012. Here we are, 2023. Mm-hmm. And that's where gaming is going to. You have your wallet and you own this stuff in game. There is no Steam market where you earn a gun and Counter-Strike and sell it for 30000 You have it on the blockchain and sell it wherever you want. It ain't got to be on Steam Market. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think Chris had a vision ahead of time, and a lot of these people are taking advantage of now. Like, hey, I'm about to make the Star Citizen version um, uh, of that on, on blockchain. Yeah. On NFT and, version. And they, even, they even had the, 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 the star in the title, right? <laughs> yeah. And star Atlas, <laughs> Starfield. I mean, come on. I mean, ain't ain't nobody done. We know what you're doing, mm-hmm. especially Bethesda. <laughs> when I saw those interviews, I wish we could pull that up. I'm like, dude, this is pillar talk. The mm-hmm. quality, the production. And I mean, it's cool. I'm glad people are actually talking about their game, right. but it still ain't on the level of what Star Citizen talks about. I know people get mad. Um, me, even me sometimes. I miss the old days. They were more informative, but they, you, if they say too much, you know, here comes the... Corporate. Yeah, but the forum babies come on there. Oh, well, you said this paint job is going to come out on the third and it's not there, you know. So now there's like, you know what? Now we're just shutting up more. Um, Y'all ain't going to, we're going to get rid of the, the, the roadmap stuff. Roadmap. We ain't going to give y'all nothing to bitch about. So now you just got to sit back and, and get whatever we give you. Yeah. No more this looking up three, four years in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So a lot of the stuff, you know, people always are quiet. A lot of that is your fault because you ran on there bitching about everything, about the devs running on people's channels and getting interviews a lot of people in the community ruin that for themselves so we can't even you know talk to devs and stuff like that no more or get the videos that we want yeah okay yeah i'm I'm, I'm done y'all hit it (laughs) i'm done i'm done um we got a question uh this is from pops in space he says does the panel think gaslighting harms morale at work for the developers because it can go too far um that's Sometimes. A, yeah you know pops we you know we had the topic about gaslighting at the content creator summit and we really want to make sure we understand what gaslighting is gaslighting is a deliberate effort to manipulate people's opinions uh on a psychological level right you you it's deliberate right it's not because you say something but it's intentional and I, and one of the things that we have to give and i've learned this about the staff at cig particularly the community managers First of all, you got to be very tough skinned to be a community manager. They are very well trained and they Bless are <laughs> used to everything. I mean, they're used to hearing it all. I used to kind of think like, oh, we got to be careful what we say around and we don't want to get them upset. We don't want somebody to set them off. They know how to handle everything that is thrown at them. Uh, and they've been doing it for a while. And those of you who ever heard Jared, when he, you know, Jared has his way of like letting you know when you've kind of said some crazy stuff, but he does it in a very professional way, you know? Um, and so I think that there's probably a little bit of insulation there. I think that when the devs go on the forums, cause as you know, they've told us plenty of times that they go on the forums and they read, they, they watch live streams. They pay attention to what the community is saying, which is a great thing. But I think that they're big, you know, they're grown folk and, uh, I'm sure yeah, there's I... some discouraging things that can be said, but I also think that they understand that this comes with the turf. I don't think anybody, you know, goes home and contemplates life afterward. But obviously people, anybody who's putting their heart and soul into anything, when someone says something negative to them, if if it's critiquable and it's reasonable, you can say, well, I may not agree, but I get it. If it's hurtful or mean, I don't care who you are, you know, it can have some impact on you. They're still human beings, you know? 
You gonna say fast car? I, I mean, I'm gonna make a joke that, 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 didn't, that didn't take it seriously. Like, uh, there's this one guy who said that the Odyssey is gonna be a cut cover, and then he quit a job a few months later, right? <laughs> no, no that, that's a joke. But the, uh, on a serious matter, there are some, some, especially some YouTube comments when people go on a uh, Inside Star Citizen or, or, or around a verse, and people will comment about the particular dev, and then uh, lo and behold, you, you would see, 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 see that dev as much often on the same show. So I think it does play a, 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 a matter to a certain extent, but I don't know, if, I, I think they, they, they try to like um, warn people ahead of time before they go on what to expect now. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. I, I, I'm not an inside person, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. You know, Pascal, you joke about that, but you know, I, I never thought about that. Like, you, you, we see the same, like 10, 15 people on Around the Star Citizen or Around the Verse, whatever the hell. I don't know what they call it now, whatever. <laughs> but we see the same people, the same 15 people almost all the time. Like, we see a couple new faces not here and there, but there's 500 people. That says a lot. They don't want to hop on the 800 camera. Now. 800. Eight, oh, my fault. 800. Mm -hmm. 800 people. Yeah. We see the same people because some people are such asshats and you can't <laughs> say anything. They, they'll, they'll hold on to any little word you say or a micro or if you give a hint to something and run to the forums crying. Mm -hmm. And they're probably like, hell with that. I don't even want to do an interview. And I can't <laughs> even blame them. Who wants to right. go on a video and then, you know, they stutter or something. Oh, why is he stuttering why does he sound like that like yeah. chill out yeah. just chill out and, and absorb the information you know uh don't don't set, take it as an absolute well you said it earlier <laughs> Gio. you said it's about managing expectations that was the term you mm -hmm. used earlier and that's the thing that all of us have to do with all the excitement we have and it's easy to get pumped up and fire up but the reality is we all have to manage expectations and, and avoid the hype I, I do want to comment on this picture that you guys see because i don't want people to think that i'm picking on Derek smart uh, before the show started, I, I mentioned to Fastcart and Geo that I had been looking at videos, past videos, doing research for the show. And I, I made a statement. I said there were some times when Derek Smart was right, but it was all within context of what Derek would say. I'll give you an example of one of the things he said. This was back in 2015, like seven years ago, eight years ago. And one of the statements he made was the game that Chris Roberts is, is, is pitching cannot be made with today's technology. He's right. Couldn't be because the tools were being made. They were creating the tools to do what Chris wanted to do. Much of Chris's conversation back then was visionary. As you mentioned earlier, Gio, it was about the vision of what he wanted to be able to accomplish. Another thing that he said, this game cannot be made unless they make $150 million. And then he raised the number later, I think the 200, then I think it got as high as $300 million. And CIG has achieved those monies, you know, and true enough, we probably couldn't. If, three, if we stopped at $300 million, we'd have to stop a while ago. So there were some things Ooh. that he said that were legit. But then there were some other things he said that weren't legit. He said that the FTC was going to come down on them and our terms of service was going to have them in court and people would be suing and they'd be giving people their money back. I mean, there were other things he said that were completely wrong. Um, so, you know, I, I think that my point is, you know, we have to really be willing earlier i said we didn't want this to be a white knight it's not a white knight thing it's about being very fair and honest about what is taking place we today hopefully what you guys saw from us is is that there are reasons why people from the beginning even to today may have had certain feelings about the development of star citizen some of them credible some of them not credible some of them ridiculous okay in all those categories that people may feel about it and it is 
you know, your our role as players when we play the game. Gio said it earlier. Some people, no matter what you say, it's not going to be until the game comes out that they're going to finally say, oh, they did do it. They did pull it off. There are people now who have left the game three, four years ago who are coming back now. There are people who have never seen the game, first time coming in, and they're enjoying the game. There are people who've been in the game since day one and continue to play the game. Uh, but we're not having, we're not throwing rocks at anybody who has critiques or concerns or even disappointment. But we are saying that this is a roller coaster ride. This whole development thing is a roller coaster ride. And you got to have some good fortitude. <laughs> good fortitude. Hey, Chooch, good to see you, man. Okay. You, you got to have some good fortitude to go on this ride. And for some people, some people, hey, Geo. Thanks for the subscription. They ain't got the. I ain't got the kahunas. Let's just say that. They don't have okay, it, right? Okay, I mean, okay. just say that. And I'm not saying it in a bad way. Hey, don't stress yourself. Not over a game. Well, I'll say that in well, a minute. Don't stress yourself out over a game. Let me just say one thing real quick. I want to say that one of the famous quotes, I tried looking it up, but I couldn't find it. So I may be a little bit off. But I believe one of the things is that, that the Tito planet will take that feature like that would take 10 years to make. Mm -hmm. Lo and behold, CIG got it done in, in three months. So yeah. there's been time when he'd been, he'd been uh, right, but most of the time he's wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give that ass hat too much credit because it didn't take a game dev. Well, for, okay, let me say me. I looked at this game and I said, oh man, when I was researching, but I've been watching for months. Mm -hmm. So what they're trying to do, it nothing in the game industry is doing it right now. Mm -hmm. the, from, from that time, even till now, um, I'm like, what they're trying to do in this tech is going to take, like, in my mind, I had 10, 15 years. I knew how long some games took, mm -hmm. uh, like, wow, I think they said it took 10 years to make, or, mm -hmm. um, what's that Rockstar, LA, LA Noire took 10 years. So mm -hmm. I'm like, if that had, you know, state-of-the-art technology, and they need state-of-the-art technology, they're going to need that and some, probably, because they're a newer studio, um, so they got to and those are single, make, single make player games. And, get more people. and those, those are single, single player, player games, games, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And we're doing two so, games simultaneously. Yeah. Two games. And this well, is like, CIG, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they'll, they'll probably, you know, never, uh, probably something like this will never happen again. That's why I don't understand why people want, want it to fail because this game has so much tech and stuff going on for that we don't see in, uh, you know, these AAA games. They're not even trying no more. I mean, how many Far Cries are there? How many yeah. uh, Call of Duties are there? That just just rinse and repeat. It's like the industry is not getting any better. Um, I know Star Citizen kind of ruined it for me. I, I I play games. I'm like, man, this shit is mid. Like, mm -hmm. why can't you step it up and you know make something like last game I played? I was genuinely impressed. Like I said, was Red Dead Redemption. I said this is amazing. Mm -hmm. But it came from a veteran studio, right. and they have thousands of developers to even make that even go on. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and one more thing I would like to say is with with some of these content creators, it's sad that you know new players will come in and they'll see some of these content creators that seem jaded. So they're like, oh, uh, I'm having fun with the game so far, but seeing you guys jaded, it's, it's making me nervous. Mm. Um, and, and it shouldn't be like that. They should, you know, some of these guys should go back and look, see where the game came from, enjoy what's out right now. Because if you're just now coming in now, boy, you're getting one hell of an experience for, for $40 versus some guys who waited way uh, back in the day and had to wait for all this stuff to come in. So... These newer people coming in now, this is like a perfect time for them. Buy some ships, get, you know, uh, find out about these new ship sales and get excited for it. They got a whole new market. I think that's where a lot of this new funding is going because the last ship I bought, I haven't bought ships in a while, but the last ship I did buy was that, um, what was that RSI one that just came out? 
and not get just comfortable in their laurels and comfortable with the money that they've made from us. So that's see, that's why I don't son. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I like I like with pre- people will jump to pre-order a probably a broken ass triple A game, mm-hmm. and, but they don't want to support a game like this that's building new tech. It's too scary. That's actually got the balls. Too to scary. Even too scary. Make Gio. something. Too scary, brother. It's easier to go with what we comfortable with and what we know than something that's out there that's different. It's- well, see, but that, I guess that's the difference between me and a lot of people. Because I saw this, I said I gotta support this because mm-hmm. I'm like I was at a point where I'm like, am I getting too old for games or am I bored <laughs> with them? I, I just yeah. don't know. But yeah. when I see something like Star Citizen come out, or I play other games like Tarkov. Or Red Dead Redemption. I'm like, oh, these are fun. These are, you know, some great games. So, yeah. but how many um, you can count them on your hand, though, right? How many games make you feel that way nowadays? You know what oh, I mean? You can, very you, can, you, can, you can count them on your hand. It's not like I mean, it's thousands of games, but you can count on probably one hand the games that really make you feel that way. No, yeah, I don't jump and buy every new game no more. Them days are long gone. Yeah, and yeah, a lot of right. time, it, once I see it, I'm like, thank God I didn't because it looks like a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I, 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 I watch the video games awards just to see the new trailer for the game coming out. There's only like a handful of games that, that really excite me when I watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty scary. Especially E3, because we know how tricky they can get. The <laughs> E3 trailers and all that, they'll give you the smoking pony show. That's why, you know, E3, uh, I, I'm so glad that that thing's kind of like over with now because a lot of those games they would show weren't half of what yeah, you would, you know, you would see. You know, it would be, especially Ubisoft, but that was the main, <laughs> the, you know, culprit. They'll show you something fire and then you'll get something with trash graphics. <laughs> okay, on that note. You're right. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. So Fast Cart and Geo. Thanks, guys, for the uh, the comments and the questions that we got today, too. Those were good. Uh, let's see. Fast Cart, would you introduce the Thursday and the sun- Saturday show, and then I'll do the Sunday show. Uh, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. ETC, we have Soul Talk, where we talk uh, what's going on in Star Citizen that we normally cover Star Citizen Live, that's coming back, and we're going to cover ISC, that's also coming back. So looking forward, look forward to that. That's Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 a.m. UTC. Then on Saturday, as part of Podcast Saturday, um, Podcast Saturday, uh, we have Soul Voices. We also cover things going on in Star Citizen that week, except we cover stuff. We cover spectrum, Reddit, and something from the industry, and it's more of a one-on-one conversation. Where Soul Talk is, is more of a group conversation. So that's the Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern, at 8 p.m. UTC. Okay. And then next Sunday, we're going to be on Delivering the Goods. Those of you who know about Soft Death, the cargo refactor, we're going to be talking about that. We know everything's still in the PTU right now, Wave 1. For those of you who've been there and done it, you're probably really excited about all the prospects of it. It has been really fun. And those of you who haven't had a chance to, to mess around with it, we're going to share with you uh, how we think that this stuff is going to now impact the game even more the whole cargo refactor people kind of thought cargo refactor wasn't going to be that big of a deal but man people are enjoying it whether you're doing salvage whether you're doing trade so we're going to be talking about delivering the goods next next sunday 8 p.m eastern time so man i I really hope cargo has meaning because i i remember i played i played arc age Mm -hmm. and like just making the cargo boxes first i had to farm the materials Mm -hmm. in the ground actually farm it then make it and then actually deliver the cargo. It, I, that's all I would do. I wouldn't do combat, wouldn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't wait to Star Citizen, you know, has mm-hmm. that down pat where it actually takes time to load. Oh, it does. Um, you know, plan your route oh, out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're digging boxes. So yeah, I yeah. can't.
can't wait to hop in and uh, and try that out. All right. <laughs> Take forever to load my BMM. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the subject for next week. So we hope that you guys uh, can definitely uh, be here with us next week. And uh, other than that, I think that's it. I want to give a special thanks to Fast Cart for being here today. Fast Cart, thank you. Once again, we welcome Gio as part of our team. Glad to have him here. Y'all see Gio's Woo. got energy. So we're going to be able to have him come back. And uh, we all and thank shoot, you guys. For the yes. Oh, somebody. Get, oh, Chooch. Oh, thousand bits. Thank you, Chooch. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for hey, those man, who sub today too. Us we three, we some that. real OGs, man. Like these dudes, like from the, <laughs> I, like the, I remember them from my channel from like back in the day, man. We we like some true OGs, been in this forever. We're still fired up about the game. So yep. I see we we managed our expectations real well versus some of the other content creators. That's, that's what I love about y'all because you understood when you backed this game the the level and and how much money it was going to take to do this and y'all don't be that salty like some other people so i appreciate that about y'all when i be watching y'all shows Griffin, i don't know about you but all i heard was that was how old we are did, well, you, did you hear that what i was going to say is what i was going to say is that we all ogs but there's two of us with gray hair and one of us without so we know who, who managed their expectations better was that guy over there i think more than we did but hey, hold on man i got a couple on the side i plucked out the other day man don't let the hat fool you, fool you. All right. i plucked a couple of them fair enough well listen guys we are are going to send you guys out uh as always thank you guys so much for being here we're going to do a raid over with quelsar prime when you get over there uh let quelsar know that you came from soul citizens if you like what you see follow them don't forget to like and subscribe don't forget to check out our merchandise and as always we love you guys and we'll see you next week peace love and soul take care have a good week <laughs>